Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host, John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? Today is, man, it's a beautiful day for so many reasons, but the number one reason, this guy right next to me, Wayne Breezy, rocking the, we were talking about the beanie right before we went live. I got to be honest, drip's always on, my friend. Always on. You know, we got to keep it dripping because we, you know, we grew up in the 90s. It's all about that drip. You know what I'm saying? Finesse is popping. <laughs> I got my uh, NFL Jam t-shirt on. You have uh, the greatest t-shirt. It's not fair that you get the greatest t-shirts of all time. Shout out I, to Homage. Homage. I, it's, I'm in that I'm in that stage of my life where my personality is represented by T-shirts and how many people will point at me and give the head nod whenever I go yes. out into public, which isn't often nowadays. Understood. Uh, but yeah, it's where it is. Now, today is great. Again, I got to ask you a quick question because you bring me back to you. You're so nostalgic to me. It makes me feel great. Right. Did, did you watch that show on HBO? What is it? This is this is us. This is yes. The- Okay. Yes. Did you watch the last episode? Yes. Now, we're, no spoilers. No, no, we're not, no. not going to ruin it for anybody out there. I just want to know there was there was a, a there was a long scene where I felt like I was I was 13, 14 years old again. Do you know what I'm talking about? I, I know spoilers. Mortal Kombat, no spoilers. Okay, I just wanted to ask yes. because when yes. you rocking the NFL jam brought me back to yes. NBA jam, which automatically connected me to that episode, which brought me back to Mortal Kombat 2. And shout out to them for knowing how to do the finish moves because I can't remember any of the finishing Those moves. Those were rough. Those okay. were rough. And I'll, t- I'll say this, you know, stick with nostalgia. My Saturday mornings as a kid growing up was my brother and I, we would walk. It was it was right at about a mile and a half walk. Or just to, to it was called the movie rental where I grew up in Fort Worth. And just so we could play Mortal Kombat 2. Uh like that was it. We would we would have the change in our pockets and the cargo shorts those were in. And I would walk my fat self all the way down there with my brother. Um uh, and you we got would the just cheesing, bro. You, you got line up all the quarters on the, the on front. the on the thing <laughs> It was Mortal Mortal Kombat 2, NBA Jam, (laughs) and the four-player Ninja Turtles and X-Men games. So if you knew about those two games, you were in it. John, when we were out in Denver, no, Chicago. Chicago, Chicago. Chicago. I'm sorry, guys, we go off tangent, but listen, John and I ain't seen seen each other in in a month, okay? (laughs) When we were in Chicago, shout out to whoever came up with the idea to go to the arcade. That was Charles, man. That's his spot. Charles, man. you yeah. are the man, and you for will for I will forever be indebted to Charles because God knows I had a great time. I was tired, 
but I got to play all the video games from the 90s. It was cool, okay. man. I'm done it with video cool. games. Favorite Mortal and, and Kombat that's, character, too, by Dude, game. I could uh, talk video games all day, but I know the people here. There's news. There's lots of news taking lots place. As the combine yes. It's rolling. We're going to be here. And the reason why we went early today um, is John Lynch, who, you know, very formidable voice in the 49ers uh, community. He's going to be going live um, here in about an hour and a half. So we wanted to preface everything. Um, go through the schedule for the combine, all those things, what to watch, news that's going on, all that. That's what we've got on the schedule today. Now, as always, if you got questions, man, we got the whole crew together. Clayton yeah, is crazy. behind the scenes. He's running the boards, and we're good to go. So buckle up. Let's do this. And, man, I hate to do this. We're going to start off on a bad note. I want to say I'm sorry, Wayne. Your boy, Deron Payne, got franchised. He I did. know. I know that's what you wanted, man. When did this happen? Today? Yeah, yeah, it did. Just happened. See, that's what you happened. Were shoveling snow. You were I shoveling, shoveling snow. snow. I, I, I was shoveling snow. I, you know what? Just because I'm petty, I hope they don't get a deal done. Just because well, I'm he's getting 18 million, no matter what. I know, but I hope it goes sour. You know, sometimes the franchise tags don't work in the player's favor or the team's favor. However, I might say the player might, you know, look for something that the team can't come up with so and right. my, I, i'm just hoping because i'm petty i'm i'm that guy damn it and I, Jim! I know uh and i will say this now just understand just because they have franchise tagged him that does not mean he can't be traded it just means that no matter what happens now washington has the rights to deron Payne for at least one year so if the niners were to get him they would have to trade him and pay him a minimum of that 18 million which means i hate to say it Niners aren't getting them. Um, shuts the door on that one. Sorry, Wayne. Hope there are other options, though. Okay, there we go. Now that's something we can talk about. So there, there's a there's a hard there's a Hargrave option. All right, a little older player, uh, probably still as effective. You could probably get him on a cheaper deal. You can go a little bit younger with the the defensive tackle, I believe, from the Saints. Uh, David, uh, don't know how to say his last name. But, <laughs> um, there's a, there's a lot of those fun. Um, pronunciation name so if we're and just looking i would pay attention john to the cap casualty players that are going to probably be released due to you know uh cap the cap space so there's going to be some players that might get released other than the free agents that are currently out there available so i do apologize. that's that's huge and you know Dave, david on yamada i believe you knew is who i was talking about you knew who um Man, pronunciation is not my thing, but usually the southern ones, right? Like I could do all right. Yeah, you with. got the southern ones. Right? Um, it's, but, it's the ones that are and from different. Yeah, uh, yeah, it gets bad. Now we're getting news nonstop of players getting released or scheduled to be released. Marcus Mariota, Carson Wentz. Um, you just got news. Josh Johnson uh, just got news that the wide receiver for the Giants that they paid all that money to, uh, Galladay, he's going to be released. Released all those things. Really. So, yeah, he, I mean, it's there is going to be bargain bin specials, and I don't like – I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm just talking salary cap-wise, which is where the 49ers shop. They that, walk into Walmart. They're not getting those end caps. They're looking for the bins to grab the little cheap prospects out. You know, look at the pass, Maurice Hurst, Arden Key, you know, going and getting those guys. I think it's going to be more of that this year. I, I, I agree, 
But, but sometimes the 49ers, well, one time, I'm not going to say sometimes, one time, speaking of last year, the 49ers didn't bargain shop at Walmart. They went to Target and they got themselves a special player and uh, Traverius Mooney Ward, right? And so, like, there were different DBs that were available on the free agent market, but they got, like, the best DB that fit them. And so, remember, everybody wanted JC Jackson. Everybody, I, me, including me. Well, he was number one. I mean, you want the guy that gets interceptions, period. That's that's kind of what you want it. Uh, he was probably the top DB. He was the top DB in free agency, and he was one of the top defensive backs in the league. So what, I, what I'm trying to say is pay attention to what the 49ers do and what they did last year, because there's a possibility with a new defensive coordinator and Steve Wilkes being that he specializes in the backfield, the defensive backfield, the secondary, for those that don't understand what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> Jesse Bates may start ringing bells in San Francisco. I think you've got to have the conversation with Tayshawn Gibson. you got to. That's where you it starts. It. You have it. But, but you man, Jesse Bates got to get paid. Like he's all in, though, right, John? Like, And then how much is it going to cost for him to be all in? Because, yes, you can save money. And it's a Sean Gibson, but you still got to make sure you're paying him for, for him to be elderly and all in. And I'm not calling him an old man, but in football age, he's pretty up there. Or do you go out and get the, that, that, that special piece that's going to be here for another four or five years? Now, Jesse Bates, he's been an absolute stud corner. I'm sorry, safety, I apologize, for the Bengals. Just came out this morning that the Browns are, have expressed interest as well. Uh, Spotrack has the estimated annual per year for Jesse Bates at $14 million. That's not bad. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's but, not bad. But here's my question. This front office, since John Lynch and Shanahan arrived, have done absolutely nothing at the safety position. Literally, Hufunga, but that was like a fifth round pick or sixth round pick. Um, they've done nothing else. Remember last year, everybody again wanted a safety. Nick Cross, third round. They didn't even draft a safety last year, and everybody thought it was the number one concern. Do you see them doing an about face? And yeah. that's a great question because you know what other position they never addressed? The cornerback spot. They didn't, they didn't touch not, him. Not well, Tariq Woolen, they went and got Tariq Castro. Not not Tariq Woolen. Well, Tariq Castro Fields in the in draft the sixth yeah. round. But not but. not in free agency is what I'm saying. Let me clarify that. So in free agency, they they did not touch the defensive back position as far as cornerbacks, right? Outside of Ward. Ward, uh, they did. Not that's safety. what I mean. Yeah, then yeah. last year they went and said, you know what? Let's turn our let's about face. Let's go get a cornerback. Maybe this year is the year of the safety because they like the free agent safeties. There are a few of them out there. Did 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 my guy from the from Philly get tagged yet? Chauncey Gardner Johnson. Mm-mm. So he's another one. So there, there's some safeties, and then there's what? Isn't it Von Bell from Cincinnati? There's another one. Like there there are some safeties out there. Oh, also Jimmy Ward, Jimmy Ward. But now Jimmy wants to play safety. And I think that ship has sailed in San Francisco. I think so, too. Okay. Oh, Big Papa holding me accountable always. He says, John, remember, used to say they did not value corners either. I think it's just a timing issue. <sighs> Finally, yeah. Big Papa and I can touch and agree. Usually, we're just not together. Finally. <laughs> Big Papa. We, we agree. Right. Jeez. I, I will say this. You know, something that. I've continued, like, I used to always get emails and questions saying, like, man, why is Shanahan so stubborn? Why is he so stubborn? But I can say in the last two years, you've seen an absolute 
maturing process where they change. Remember when they used to trade every single pick in the draft last year, zero trades. That's why like, I don't know, John, if they're I, I, my consensus is that they're going to use all 10 picks again. And then if they don't, if they draft some of those players and those players don't pan out, they get cut. Hence to Castro fields. They let you go. But at least they brought you in. They got you worked out with the Niners. And if there's something that they feel like they can use, utilize later on down the, down the line, they'll call you back. It's kind of like yeah. what the 49ers do now. Yeah. Now, yeah, there we go. Now, I did put together, I asked a question, and I, I want to put this out there to you first, Wayne. I asked a question on Twitter. Uh, predict a <laughs> phrase or statement that John Lynch is going to have today at the press conference. Oh. Right? So I was like, man, what is he, what's something that he always says and or is going to say? Well, I put that out there on Twitter, got way too many responses. Somebody asked me to create a bingo card. I was bored drinking last night. Um, so here we go. Here is your 49ers draft or press conference bingo card. Um, <laughs> some of the best uh, was due diligence. Uh, we're on schedule. McGlinchey has been great for us. Our type of guy, culture, all those different things. So my question to you is this. Now, if you're watching this live, yeah, you know this is before the conference. Conference is going to be here in about an hour and a half. What are you expecting to hear John Lynch come out and say? Oh, first things first, man. We're on schedule. Because I guarantee you they're going to ask about Trey Lance or Brock Purdy and the quarterback situation, and he's going to say, we're on schedule. Trey Lance yeah. is on schedule to return in May, and Brock's on schedule at some point to have surgery. I, like, like, you know that is, that is the thing. Put that car back up there, because that's, that's my first one. <laughs> It's going to be. I'm putting my spots on a whole bunch. I'm okay. getting on this. Mother I can't edit it while we're on here, sadly. <laughs> but yeah, on schedule in the middle. What's yeah. best for the team? Two what? quarterbacks. There we go. You got like five already, just with like two sentences. <laughs> so I, I love it. We Bingo. believe in Trey. Yeah. Oh man. There we go. So All right. uh, we we put that up there. I saw somebody else did one too. I think it was Jack. I think Jack did one. Uh, my best guy. Shout uh, out to but Jack. you know it's funny and. I like our front office considerably. Sometimes John Lynch press conferences, they're a little much, but um is he the only one press conferencing today? Like I, Kyle didn't go. So Damn it, Kyle. Yeah. The reason why Kyle's not there, guys, is because he's putting his coaching staff together. He did this last year. Hmm. He wasn't there as well. If you guys aren't following what's going on, Kyle's working on putting together like another Super Bowl caliber coaching staff and it's kind of like still still unfilled so I guarantee you that's what Kyle's working on so that they can be ready to go uh for the draft right and so you need your coaches in place so then you can start drafting your players putting your big boards and stuff together that's crazy right. but right but that means this is going to be a a somewhat boring press yes. conference damn yes. that's what that's exactly what John Lynch wants right he <sighs> is he he's learning boring um he doesn't want those christmas uh eve tweets being liked about leave jimmy in nashville and all that stuff like he doesn't want those things but uh, we'll see here now i did get a really good question from brian white he emailed me he's helping us out with some of our draft stuff he says what's the better way to help bosa add a defensive tackle or add an opposing edge guy and he mm. even brought up the smith brothers like where justin smith made alden smith so my question to you, Wayne, we talked a little bit about some DTs earlier. Mm -hmm. If you could put money on one of these positions, defensive tackle or edge in the free agency, whatever, which one do you think would help Bosa the most? 
See, I'm going with the defensive tackle, but it has to be that defensive tackle that can do the two the two role thing, right? Be able to rush yeah. the passer and be able to stuff the run. And I think if you get that hint, Deron Payne, but if you can, if, if who's franchise tag, so he's gone. So if you can get a guy like a Jason Hargrave or or one of the other defensive tackles that we talked about that is good at both, they have to be really good at both, right? Because that's the key. It would free up pressure on the edge. It'll free up those double teams for Nick Bosa and and it allowed Drake Jackson because someone asked about Drake Jackson. I think it was Debster. I really do feel like Drake is going to step up year two. It's year two, guys. And so redshirted uh, freshman year. And now he's going to come out and, and do exactly what he was asked to do. Drake Jackson was drafted because he was an athletic freak. And I hate to use the word freak because I don't want it to be derogatory toward anyone. But his bend, his um his arm span, like all of that stuff is something that the 49ers were looking into. And when you remember what Chris Kosirik said, first thing about uh, Drake Jackson was his bend. Him being able to bend at that size. And then he has speed to chase down. The one thing that Jake Drake struggled with was containment and I feel like this is the Big year time. where he's going to upgrade in that particular area it's not about him getting his hands up it's not about him being able to get around and get pressures on the quarterback that's there he has the moves now it's about watching him find a way to uh, elevate and grow and, and progress and containment and I guarantee you he just needs to be on the field so I think Drake will start Opposite Nick, he replaces Samson Ebukam in that starting role, all right? And so now it's time to kind of, like, bolster up the defensive edges as far as supplementing and getting some more depth. But you got to go with that stud, at defensive tackle, because that will allow Eric Armstead to do what he's great at, which is also, you know, containing the edge as well as, you know, run-stuffing the middle. I like that. And, you know, I'll stick with my favorite thing about Drake Jackson is we've seen the splash plays in a positive like, right, that's the hard thing. Like, usually with rookies, you're like, man, we're just not seeing highlights. No, Drake Jackson highlights galore, but he's also just negatives. You just got to get to consistent. consistent. And I think that's there. He's so young. He's so talented. Uh, my concern level with Drake Jackson is like a 1.5 out of 10. Like, I'm just, he's going to be a formidable player on this team for the Keyword long haul. formidable, John. I love yeah, it. it. It's going to be, oh, Peachy. Peachy. Oh, I love Peachy. Thank you so much for the gift, but also your friendship. It was amazing hanging out not once but twice um, this year on the 49ers. Two times. She's for real, man. She's the best. She says, hey, John and Wayne, just showing love to both. Uh, Bosa floor starting at $35 million signs about right. Uh, Ask agreed. me if I care. I, you pay Bosa whatever he asks for. I don't care if the floor is 35 36 40 45 You just make sure that he gets paid. Nick Bosa is going so, – uh, someone mentioned this to me. Uh, I think it was on my YouTube. They commented, hopefully now, after Bosa winning the D, uh, Defensive Player of the Year award, they'll start putting some respect on his name and start calling motherfucking Holden. Yep, 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 <laughs> yep, yep. So, PG, I'm yep. with you, baby girl. I don't care what that floor is. You make sure you you, you take care of Nick Bosa. He's going to break the bank for sure. Yeah, and he deserves it, and it doesn't matter what it is. The dude should have got MVP votes. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, y I think there's three quarterbacks and then Nick Bosa. Like, if you were redrafting the NFL and you wiped every single player off the roster and all 32 teams got to, like, draft a player, Bosa's going top five. Uh, maybe top 10 just because there might be, like, six quarterbacks taken in a row. But I'm telling you, Bosa's the first or second non-quarterback taken. Um, might put Justin Jefferson up there just because of his youth. But, like, it, Bosa is that. 
And so on top of it, whatever he gets paid, it's going to lower the salary cap because he's got like a $19 million cap hit currently. When they redo his deal and extend him, 49ers going to lower the cap there. And just uh, to add to that, like I know um, people are trying to figure out, well, the 49ers currently don't have any money. They're like at two and a half million. Uh, and, and so like this is how you – you know, you play around with the cap figure, right? You kind of lower that cap and then it'll give you money back into the cap of this current year. And then you worry about next year and the cap goes up every year due to the TV contracts and what so on so forth. So this is great news. We just need to get Bosa done. Now word on the street is from the sources that we use. They said that it's going to take a while. But at the end of the day, his fifth-year option is going to give him almost damn near $20 million. So he's, he's yeah. going to get his money, period. When, when do they do extensions? The same time every year. The same year. time every year, Same guys. time with Kittle, we, with Warner, yeah. with Debo. It's August, the same. Right? It's yeah. the same. So it like, don't, July? It's one of the two. Yeah. It, it, so it starts last week of July, then Thank first you. week of August. All those contracts have been within a two-and-a-half-week time frame. Do not allow people to say, oh, maybe they should trade them. As soon as somebody says that, I I don't know. I, whatever. I know they're going to do that, but whatever. Uh, Shout-out to Chris uh, DeFrancesco. I love yes. it. Appreciate the super chat. He says, just listening while playing with the kids. I love it. Absolutely incredible. Chris is the man. Thank you so much for your generosity. Uh, we had a question, Clayton, about a Bowling Green Edge. I think it was Teradome. It's oh, all Carl this Brooks, dude. man. He's the best, man. What He's a monster. Yeah. Uh, he says, a draft question. The more I look at Bowling Green's Carl Brooks, he's an edge player, um, 6'4", 300. I feel like we can use him inside, outside to help Bosa. I currently, I say I, we currently have 101 pages of draft notes that we have been compiling uh, for the past month. We're up to 101 pages. So here's some of my takeaways on Carl Brooks. And again, you know, he's a second to third round guy, very similar kind of where he would land as Drake Jackson last year. Could he fall? I hope so. Uh, he's going to have to fall a lot further than Drake Jackson. But yeah, I, I like him a lot. Um, active hands, you know, always rushing the passer. He, he could play DT, he could play outside. He does get bounced a little bit in double teams from what I saw. But um, I like him. I do like him a lot. I doubt he makes it all the way down to 100. But are the 49ers going to trade up? I love the conversation is starting about draft picks. And here's how I want to handle this. With the combine and all the workouts, so here's the schedule. The, Thursday starts the workouts. We got D-line linebackers. Friday, DBs. Mm -hmm. Saturday, quarterbacks, oh, wide nice receivers, tight ends. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday is running backs and O-line. Mm -hmm. Wayne, what yes, position sir. or position groups are you most excited to watch from a 49ers perspective? Oh, man. Um, this is a, From a 49ers perspective, I mean – I've I've been so my draft process this year, my scouting process has been straight to the offensive line, you know, because I feel like that's one of the greatest areas of needs that we need to build. Now, I know we're not drafting until pick 99. We're not drafting to the end of the third round. So my, my job was to figure out, like, you know, who are the most talented, who are probably going to go early. And being that this is a nice, big offensive line draft class, there's going to be some really good talent that's going to be there around that third line. Now, the question is, will you be able to get an offensive tackle? Will you be able to get a center? And I feel like we already have some project tackles 
and and positions on the team already. So I don't know if the 49ers want to to you know utilize that. They got bodies. They have not, a lot of bodies. There. I just don't know how if they're going to progress into what we need them to. Whereas like you drafted Spencer Burford in the fifth round and the dude started. So there's a possibility that the 49ers, you know, that's because they needed one position to fulfill, but now they need two positions to fulfill. So we're going to have to see, you know, they need a center, they need a right tackle. How's it going to work uh, or whatnot. So in the draft, I'm really looking at the offensive lines and I can't help that the same is going on the same day as my favorite position, which is the running backs. And so, you know, I easily slid over to the running backs at the, uh, <laughs> at the senior bowl, because that's what I've catered to. And when I tell you, I know you don't want me to pick out running backs for the 49ers. Do you, man. You do. You guys you. feel like we got running backs for days. Let me just remind you, Liza Mitchell was unhealthy all season. I like Jordan Mason, but for some reason, he's not being bumped up on the depth chart. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with TDP. And there's some running backs in this draft that can do things. Some of the running backs that we have can't. So I'm not saying we're drafting a running back. There's a kid out of Tulane. If he's there in the third round named Tajay Spears, you can utilize him on special teams and he will immediately upgrade your running back room. Like immediately. So he's a beast. He's, he's a beast. beast. And I'll say this uh, Burford was drafted in the fourth round at the end of fourth the fourth round. round. I'm sorry. Um, but yes, I'm with you there. My deepest positions in this draft so far cornerbacks, number one. There's so mm -hmm. many good corners. Running backs, number two quarterbacks number three not because the top shelf quarterbacks but i think that there's legitimately seven or eight quarterbacks that will be will go in the top three rounds um i, I think that top end you know you're not getting your burrows or whatever else but man there's a lot of like guys i could see working out and then tight ends Th those are my four deepest positions so corners running backs tight ends quarterbacks and then tight ends it's weird now, that you said quarterbacks john because i don't think the quarterback I take that back. The quarterback class is deep, but it's not good. Yeah, and and I like that because of where the 49ers are. I do expect oh, the 49ers to draft a quarterback. Okay. And so usually it's like, okay, there's like two or three first-round guys, one or two second, third-round guys, then the rest are just whatevers. Correct. I think that there's a legitimate amount of quarterbacks that are third, fourth, fifth-round picks. Like usually it's like, if you're not a third round quarterback, like I can't really see much, throw it in the back. I think there's a lot of guys that could go, you know, fourth, fifth round this year that, man, I could see a path for them developing into a player. Um, so who's your, like, what was your favorite QB uh, that you think may be lingering around? Or actually, who's your favorite QB in this draft class? Just curious, even if it's the top one. If I had to go number one, I, I like C.J. Stroud uh, just because he's Stroud. just the, the purest passer. But I am gigantic on the Tennessee kid. I, I really, really, really like Hendon Hooker. Um, I, I do. I really, really like him. 6'4", 218. He's older, played in 47 games. I, I watch his film, and I'm happy. Um, but, again, would I spend a top 10 pick on him? I would not. He tore his ACL in November, so I think this is somebody that could fall to the second, possibly third round that I think has crazy, crazy upside. Um, I think a team like Minnesota, uh, the Vikings, you could take him, let Kirk Cousins have his last year, then make that transition. Um, I really like Hendon Hooker. I like Jake Howard. Um, I pronounced his name wrong. Uh, but Jake Hayner? Yeah, Hayner, the Florida yeah. State – or Florida State, Fresno, Fresno State. Fresno. Fresno. Um, Football season may be over. 
But the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer? Or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers. For a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. If you care about security and convenience, you need Eufy Video Lock. Let's just say you're sitting on the couch and you want to lock the door and you don't want to get up. Got you covered. You're wondering who's visited your house while you're away from home? Done. You want video that's stored on your device without a monthly fee? Eufy Video Lock has everything that you need. On top of that, it's easy to install. You don't have to drill anything. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. That's it. Keyless entry, finger point recognition, no battery anxiety, and they have 24-7 customer support on standby for you whenever you need it. So if you haven't yet, go to Eufy Video Lock. You can Google it. You can check out the videos and all those things. That is E-U-F-Y Video Lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. He's small, but I just like him. Um, I just really, really like him. I, he and he so- had... <laughs> He, he is that Brock Purdy type of a player. And so at 6'1", he's a little tiny, but he could come in here and move the sticks. And so I think I get 49ers why. 49ers are in the market. Um, I, get why, I, I get why you like that. And I, I agree uh, that they do look to draft a quarterback. It probably won't be in the seventh round. It may be. What's going on, Chris? It may be a little earlier. Uh, and it depends on who's on the board. Because if Jay Kaner is there in the third round, And we got three picks. Don't you go best player available? I know we need what we need, but Jake might be a pick that you could bring in, and it it helps the competition in the quarterback room. I think that's the key. The 49ers will have three picks almost within five, right? So 99, 101, and then probably like 102. So like the 49ers, like you've got like three picks like in a row, and then you don't have another pick until the fifth round. So you'll be picking like 102. Then your next pick is 155 currently. You have nothing in the fourth round. So you got three shots. Uh, maybe they trade up. Maybe they trade back, whatever. But I'm just saying, quarterback or running back, I don't think you do both in the third round. But I think one of those is a possibility. 
Um, I don't think that you spend it on both. Um, I would be going corner and D line and O line there, but that's yeah, me just too. me. Yeah, those that's are my three picks. Um, so you said corner. I'm I'm more safe. I'm, if there's a safety that that I have ranked high on the draft board with one of those three picks, I'm picking a safety. If I can get the safety out of Georgia, kudos. If he's available there, absolutely, I'll pick him first. There are a couple of D lines. Do I had to ask you? Uh, there's a defensive lineman from Texas, Ojomo. Uh, I want to so, know who you have him rank on your draft board because I kind I really like the kid. Are you talking about the defensive tackle? Defensive tackle, yes. Because Coburn is my favorite. There's two of them there. Texas okay. has two. Um, so here, I'll scroll through my notes here. Let me just give a second. I got to make this a little bit uh, faster process. So Keandre Coburn is by far my favorite. I got a third round grade on him. Okay. Um, and I'm mock drafting him considerably. Uh, 6'2", 343, just absolute run stuffer, absolute beast. I like him a lot. Now, once you get into um, the other cat, I like him. I don't like him near as much. He's a he's one of those guys, which Texas does this a lot, where he's an end slash tackle, so the versatility fits. Uh, but, but he's but, a Charles. He's a Charles Amenhu. Uh probably a. Li- he's not near as lean, I would say. Um, but I, I do like him. But not near as much as you know. I well, want somebody that's going to stuff the run. That's kind of where I'm at. But man, you get to that spot on the back end. I don't know, man. It just gets hard. It just gets hard to find starting caliber edge players. If you look at the top players at the edge position, oh they're almost all first and second picks. Yeah, they're they're going to be gone almost always. Yeah. So Coburn would be the guy that I'm a huge fan of um, at that spot. I think it makes a lot of sense. But uh, yeah, Morrow, he, he's he's fun. He's got a good motor. I like him. He's fun to watch, but. I think Coburn the whole time since he was a freshman, I've been like this dude's playing in the league. Okay, so All right. just thought I'd ask about him. He's one of your guys. I uh, wanted to get your insight on him or whatnot. Look at Phil. He says, "Man, it'd be fun to watch the Forty ers trade in the draft." Yeah. Do you trade? Okay. Let, let's let's put some. Let, let's if you were betting, man, Wayne, would you bet that the Forty ers make one draft trade or more? this year because i bet that they would trade twice or more and i lost last year um so i i don't think that they're going to trade i i here here's something that a lot of us don't factor in money we don't pay attention to the money and so when the not us though we're rolling in it as content (laughs) creators let's just be honest yeah i (laughs) I'm taking money. I'm borrowing from this bank account, so I can put it in this account. To pay. It gets rough for home. content creators this time of year. They man. have they no idea. Yeah, it gets rough. It gets uh, rough. But John, what I was trying, what I'm trying to say is this, right? They traded up. They traded two first round picks and swapped the first round pick for Trey Lance to draft the quarterback, and it happened to be Trey Lance. It didn't matter who the quarterback was going to be. The fact that they made that move was so that they could free up money in the long run. They're not paying first round draft pick money, and they're able to solidify their team with key core pillar players like your Trent Williams, your your your, your Nick Bosa's, like those guys that you know are going to be with the team. And so they're gonna they have time to build because they're not spending. If the money on the quarterback, okay, and so because of that, like not having first round picks, not having to pay that first round money, that might help the 49ers in the neck for the next several years if they move up. 
it would be late second round or maybe early second round. They could move up to the early second round. We did an exercise yesterday, and let me pose this to you last night. Would you be opposed to trading Brandon Ayuk to the Baltimore Ravens for their first round pick? Now, we we did the exercise yesterday, Mose and Fair and I, whereas we watched Hollywood Brown get traded for a first round pick. From the that Arizona. was crazy. That I mean, they fleeced them. Because all I'm saying is, there's a possibility that they realize that they made a mistake and they need a receiver. And there's there's a few teams out there: the Patriots, the the Ravens. They can use a number one receiver. A, this helps that team out. Whatever. B, we get back into the first round. What are your thoughts on that? Just curious. So Baltimore is picking number twenty two currently. That's why. Um, and on top of that, you're trading them to the AFC. One, I don't like it. Okay, first off, I'm just gonna be honest. I love Brandon Ayuk. Me too. Me too. I, like, Me too. Hands down. No, I didn't like, but a, let, let's just it. have this conversation. Baltimore okay. calls. Hey, we'll give you 22 pick for Brandon Ayuk. You drafted him like 26th, so you're getting better spot back. You don't have to pay him. Then on top of that, okay, now let's look at the board because here's here's the way financially. Okay, cool. You're saving some money. Whatever else you Ayuk is the best wide receiver on this team considerably just past thousand yards. He was consistent. He had the most snaps of any skill position player for the 49ers um, consistent. So what are we going to replace him with? If you get back that 22nd spot, mm-hmm. if Dude. you're going to replace him with a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, this, this does hurt sin. I I'm mad at myself as I'm talking, but these are conversations. The 49ers will talk about anybody, right? Just, and so that's why we got to play these out. So let's say we're going wide receiver. I don't think there's any way Jackson Smith, uh, Najiba Falls, uh, Jigba, sorry, uh, from Ohio State. I think he'll be gone. So the wide receivers you're talking about is Jalen Hyatt from Tennessee. I do like him, but and I think he's the number one guy, but I don't like him at that spot. Zay Flowers I love, but mm-hmm. I think he's more of a slot guy. Um, I, I don't think that he could be there. So for a wide receiver swap, it doesn't make sense. Here's where it makes sense. Lucas Van Ness, the edge player out of Iowa. So now we're talking. So now we're talking. So I, now, I, never, I, I never said it had to be a swap. We swapped already. How did that work out for we us? We didn't preface this. He just brought this up on the fly, but I remember seeing you guys talk about it yesterday. Correct. And everybody. So so here's the thing. We tried Did you get swap. some hate mail after that? I'm just going to be honest. I have not checked any mail because I didn't know. <laughs> If because I don't I made it, it clear, do not want to trade Brandon Ayuk, but I think 49er play, 49, the 49ers fans want a first-round pick, and I'm just trying to give them an example of how they can accrue one. It won't be from a quarterback. They won't get a first-round pick from trading Trey Lance, but they can get one for Brandon Ayuk. A, John, it saves the 49ers money. They don't have to worry about him and his contract situation. The other team can focus on that. And he will become a true number one wide receiver and get paid true number one wide receiver money. The question is, is he going to get that in San Francisco? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. I I want him to, but they can go out there and solidify another position in which they need. Are there any any offensive tackles that that you can get in the first That's, round? So here's the three players that jump out to me. Okay, if you did get that 22nd pick, you would be talking at least this is just John Chapman, right? Um, the edge player that I just brought up, Luke and Va- uh, Lucas Van Ness out of Iowa. Also, Nolan Smith, the edge player out of Georgia. He's not like your stereotypical every down end. He is just all burst, all speed, all bend. 
So we saw what could happen with D Ford. Like that's the closest comp to Nolan Smith. Like he's not like he is just speed bin pass rusher, like pure. Um, he's there. And then you've got the Oklahoma tackle, Anton Harrison, who you could play mm-hmm. at right tackle. So those would be the three guys that jumped to my mind. Ah, might save some money. I'm sorry. I'm going to take Brendan Ayuk. I'm going to say no. If you throw in a second next year, then we could talk. If you throw in a player, then we could talk. But I would not, still say no. not. Not straight up for a first round pick. So now you're putting yourself in a situation where if you fifth year option him, that's 14 million, and now you're going to have to work out another deal for another wide receiver. Uh, which I think Debo would be currently coming off of his three-year deal, right? So it, it kind of might work in his favor. Uh, I know a lot of people out here in the chat are saying trade Debo. I don't think you trade. The dead Debo's- money makes it almost impossible. It, like, to move it, on from players after signing a huge extent. That's why, like, when people were saying trade Kittle last year, all you got to do is just look at the dead cap. They you don't understand dead cap, though. They don't yeah. understand that the 49ers will be responsible for paying that particular money when that player is gone. Right. So I, I don't I don't think they get the concept of what dead cap is. And maybe we got to do a, a Patreon show together just to explain what dead cap really means. But that's where the 49ers are still, in layman's terms, the team is still paying money to the players that are no longer on the team. So, for example, dead cap is money you will never get back. Okay? Ever. So it, it's, it's gone. All right? G-O-N. It's not coming back. So whenever you sign Debo to his three-year, $71.5 million extension, including a $24 million bonus um, with all the guaranteed money. That's where this comes in. If you traded away Debo, you're still paying him $35 million this year. Gone. Gone. Now, that's not yeah. a cap hit. That's money you've already spent. So you would you would trade him, and you'd pay him $35 million to play for somebody else. Next year's $26.5 million for somebody oh. else. That's why it ain't happening. Yeah, That's why it ain't happening. And oh, Daryl, what's up? Uh, sorry, Wayne, go ahead, and then I want to get to Daryl's comment. But, but I know a lot of people feel like they'd rather move on because he's not a true number one receiver, but he's still a special player. And yeah. I think when you look at Kyle Shanahan's offense, it's all about having those special players, guys that can do special things. Like, what makes Christian McCaffrey great? I don't think he's the best running back in the league. When you ask him to be an explosive player – that's exactly what he is. You're getting a dual threat. You're getting somebody that can catch out of the backfield, that can run out of the backfield. And I know a lot of people don't want to draft a running back, but you only you want to know the one thing, in my opinion, that Christian McCaffrey lacked? Speed. Yeah, and so top that top-end speed, that, that's where your 40 comes in. And remember, if you go back and watch his combine, he wasn't fast in the 40. And so there were times, there was one time, there was there were times that when Christian McCaffrey had a wide open to the end zone, he would get tackled. But then then that in that Philly game, it wasn't wide open, but he was able to be a running back and make his way into the end zone, take a couple of hits, that spin off, boom, and get into the end zone. So top end speed. Haven't seen it since Raheem Mostert. There's some running backs that's going to have top end speed. I guarantee you will see it on Sunday. And then you're going to start changing your mind about the 49ers drafting a running back with top end speed. It just changes the game a little bit because those, those runs in particular were drawn up to be home run plays. And fortunately we had, we got the ball down to the two yard line or the one yard line. We had to still get into the end zone. And there were times that we didn't score in the red zone. So Kyle misses those home run plays. And I guarantee you, Bobby Turner 
He's looking for a home run guy. Not even Elijah <laughs> Mitchell is a home run guy. Bye-bye. I like it. Uh, Daryl, appreciate the super chat. He says, hey, family, any picks for leaving players this year? So the way the comp picks work, you get picks next year. So Jimmy Garoppolo, you're going to get a third-round comp pick. He'll get the largest free agent deal from Correct. a player leaving on an expiring contract. Like Derek Carr will get more, but he was released. So because he was released, he doesn't figure into the comp pick formula. So you'll get a third for him. Um, you know, Aziz, you might get a sixth. Um, you know, if Ominahue or Willis or Ebicom get seven. maybe a fifth or sixth, seventh around there. So we'll have to wait and see. Yes, there will be several comp picks um, there. Corey, thank you for the super chat. Make Lance starter for the year. If you don't see anything you like, uh, do you make a move for Caleb next year? I'll turn this one over to you. Uh, hey, Wayne, talk about awesome. Caleb Williams. Uh, I mean, USC the only way we're going to get Caleb Williams if the 49ers go 0 and 17. Yeah. It's not happening. <laughs> like that's zero percent chance. It's, um, it's not happening. Now I do like this story because Caleb came out and said he wanted to be a 49er. Like that's his dream. Like that's who he wants. He said to there, and then he said the Dolphins, right? And then he said, go figure. Yeah. Right. And yeah, so like Corey, this is thank you for the contribution, but I, I'm sorry, Corey. I don't want to stink ever. I'd rather draft 28, 29, 30, 31, or 32. That, that's just where I am. Yeah, and I think, you know, the Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, you've got two guys. And I understand that content creators and writers want to say make it or break it year for Trey. Kid's 22 years old. 22. Kid's man. 22 years old. He's got old. time, John. He's got yeah. time. He, it's Imagine where you were 22. Where was Wayne when you were 22? Were you in a make it or break it career year? I, I definitely uh, was. I was trying to figure stuff out. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> so my, my, my son was three. I was working. I was doing shows and I was I was trying to figure life out. So definitely 22. Uh, definitely messed up at least 2200 times in that one year. Until I got go. to 23, then I, you know, I got a little bit better. But and I get just, in today's like world, we want to make everything make it or break it. This next play is the biggest play. This game is the biggest game. Just pump the brakes a little bit. There's a little bit more nuance to that. Now, does that mean his time with the 49ers might be out of it? Uh possibly especially with Brock Purdy there but I love that I love having that safety net I love having two quarterbacks that I trust if you told me Brock Purdy starts every game this year I'm happy if you tell me Trey Lance starts every game this year I'm happy 49ers got two options way more that's way more than almost every other team in the NFL what other teams have two quality options at the quarterback position and somebody is screaming right now saying Trey Lance is not a quality option uh I'm gonna say go back and watch some of the film uh and then echo that like the narratives that have been put out there on Trey are ridiculous yeah I mean at the end of the day when you think of Trey Lance just 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 think of the simple fact that he just hasn't played a lot of football and just try to factor that in think about it if you were on a job and you weren't there long were you really like the best that you could be until you started understanding the nuances of the job and learning the languo and all that different type of stuff so you got to give Trey Lance that chance, and 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 that's that fair chance. And if Trey Lance is healthy, I believe he gets exactly that. I know someone asked me, do you think Kyle is all in on Trey? Absolutely. Like, I think the whole team is. I just yeah. think that he has to get healthy. He has to be there for them to be, you know, to show. I them. had somebody quote his fourth quarter stats in the Chicago Bears game as an example for why Trey serious? Lance is a And this person was for real. And I was like. Was there something about that fourth quarter game in Chicago that maybe you want to add into uh, context just a little bit? I uh, mean, I thought 
typically Trey Lance played as well as any quarterback could play in a monsoon. God, that was crazy, man. Uh, that was did, crazy. They, did they also forget that Trey Lance, <laughs> which 49ers lean on the run rushing attack, was gone? So Trey Lance had to become that because their current running back, Elijah Mitchell, ended up getting injured and not playing. Yeah. Matter of fact, when Elijah Mitchell was playing, he was averaging damn near eight yards a carry, and the 49ers were moving the ball. Once he goes out, changes up the whole offense, puts more on Trey Lance to try to figure out in his really, like, I would say, first start of a regular season, right? Because right. it was the, his first season as a starting quarterback. And so you have to factor that in. So you got the weather, you got no running back. And how about the offensive line first game together? Like the continuity didn't build until later. And then when your defense is dumb and doing bonehead stuff, I mean, getting personal fouls, leaving somebody wide open and Dante Pettis because they forgot that somebody was supposed to be back there playing the deep third. I mean, where do you want? So it's it's tough. Like, I can't – like, his numbers were bad, no doubt. But at the end of the day, 49ers didn't lose that game because his numbers were bad. It was a bunch of factors. And I would take off the rain because I thought Trey Lance played decent in the rain. I thought he really played better than Justin Fields. It was just that Justin Fields oh, yeah. made one play, John. A 5-2 to two touchdown to interception ratio last year. It's not like he was, like, terrible. Uh, yeah. You got to you gotta put the, the stuff on there. But that's okay. Scott, thank you so much for the contribution. He says, hey, John Wayne, great draft stuff. I'm going with defensive tackle, period, after that offensive line and safety. Now, here's how I want to approach this question quickly. Here's the 49. I don't, I don't care what, you know, everybody wants to say best player available, whatever else. That's not the way in which the 49ers draft early. It's very, very simple. They go after need with their early picks. What do we need help at? Then day three, they go best player available. They have done this every single year every that they have been here. So, um, Scott, I like the comment. Uh, really appreciate the contribution. And you're probably right. Wherever the 49ers see their biggest need, that's where they're going early. Um, so, yeah, they might be one of those guys that's like, look, we're going DT or edge early no matter what. It's what we value. It's what we need. Um, and then best player available day three. You're talking fifth, sixth rounders, um, those things. So mm-hmm. uh, you kind of agree with that? Would you be upset if they took a DT early no matter what? Um, It depends on the, the defensive tackle who's there. So 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 we have to figure out free agency because if, if the 49ers sign a defensive tackle in free agency. Which comes before if, the draft. Which comes before the draft, then they won't draft you know, they're going to go need again. So where, what do they need? There's your safety. That that safety might come into play, right? Because they're going to sign one of those key players. It's either going to be your safety. It's either going to be your defensive tackle. So we got to we gotta kind of wait. It could be an edge. We don't know. So it's going to be one of those guys. Uh, but then you got to look at the draft class. And you got to say, all right, man, how many defensive tackles that we know that can fit us that are going to be around later? So we might do draft a defensive tackle early. I feel like we need a defensive tackle. I don't think this is the draft unless you're in that first or second round to get one of those amazing stud defensive tackles. You'll be drafting like a, 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 a not a project player, but what a about player. your boy Mike Morris from uh, Michigan? I like Mike Morris, and I think he's gone in the second round. Like so, so like where do you have him going in the third? I'm looking at the mock draftable database, which kind of averages all of them together. Really cool site, free site, mock draftable database. Their mm-hmm. big board, he's 99, which is where the 49ers right where we pick. pick. 
So he his peak is 59. His average is 99. So, yeah. again, you're right. Back into the second round could fall to the third round. I, I just feel like someone's going to reach. They're going to get it. They're going to get them. And then, you know, so you got to pay attention to what's falling. Like when I go back to that uh, 2020 draft and I'm saying to myself, we needed a defensive tackle because we just trade. Here's the swap. We traded uh, uh, DeForest Buckner. Buckner. Right. And now we're picking at 14. So you knew, you knew we were drafting the defensive tackle. I guarantee you, if I had a chance to talk to John Lynch and ask him one question, I, I don't think he would answer it. He would be like, what, what was the saying that he would say? Uh, what was the saying that I said? Whatever one of them sayings on that card. But I guarantee <laughs> you, like, my question would simply be in that 2020 draft. Who is your top defensive tackle? And I bet you $100 he'll say Derrick Brown. Yeah. yeah well, I, I think every, I love Derrick Brown. He's been the better pro. But even he took – his first three years weren't good. They weren't. Um, but he, They weren't he, good. He, he, but he came, last year was came incredible. into his own exactly. But, you know, I look at that draft. Only two first two years were bad. Last year was great. Sorry. The only t- There were only two defensive tackles that were drafted in the first round. is Derrick Brown. It's Javon Kinlaw. And nobody was good afterwards. Like, literally, John, no other I, tackle that was drafted. No. I was really high on Jordan <laughs> Elliott. None of them, John. Like, None of them I don't even know if they're still in the league. It was bad. It was one of the worst defensive tackle classes ever. See what um, I'm saying? Yeah. So, and, 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 and if you want to know where do the 49ers like to draft, if you want to know what type of players that they're scouting, you got to pay attention to the senior bowl players. This list is super important. Okay. Now you remember when they first started, they were the coaches. Kyle Shanahan was the coach of the senior. He got hands on Debo Samuel and players like that. Like he knew who he was going to get from their gameplay. You want to know why Javon Kinlaw was drafted senior bowl? Yeah. Like that's he came it. down there and just wrecked shop. Wrecked shop. Hopefully we get some of that this year. We got the godfather, Nicholas Para, the man himself from Jersey. He says, my brother's John and Wayne. So good to see and hear you. I just jumped on, but I'll catch it on later. Um, what else you spoke about? Never a dull moment with the 49ers, son. Love it, though. Uh, thank you, Nick, for your generosity, your friendship, just Love positivity you, all the time. That dude's awesome, man. Such a good dude. Um, now, a couple things real quick before we jump out of here. If you haven't yet, uh, Clayton, I'm not sure if there's any more starred questions. We'll go through those. Um, if you haven't yet, go follow Wayne. Um, his YouTube channel, Wayne Breezy, it's in the description of this video. Um, and again, just a reminder, this is before the press conference. If you're downloading this, um, we'll go live afterwards. I'll go live afterwards and share some thoughts on what's said or not said, whatever else. But um, also this Wednesday, I'm super excited. We're starting over on Patreon. Our 1994 season watch parties on wow. Patreon. Wednesdays at 5.30. We're going to jump up together. We're just going to watch, go through the season, watch it together, and just kind of relive some awesome glory days and hang out and chat and just build that football community. So that's, that's available cute. to every Patreon member. You can do a seven-day free uh, trial right now. Doesn't cost you anything. Come hang out, all those things. So that's what we got. Uh, Clayton, any other questions we got to get to? Uh, that we got to bring up that we missed, and I apologize if we did miss your question. Uh, Melissa says, John, will you be doing a 90-man countdown again this year? You betcha. Um, I was advised not to uh, for financial reasons and time commitment reasons, but I just can't help myself, man. I, I freaking love it. I got so many positive comments and emails, uh, and I love the process. 
So uh, that that's what we got. Wayne, what you what's on the schedule that we can look forward to on your channel uh, this yeah, week? Man. So every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, the Wayne Breezy Show is live at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. I know that's early for you West Coast folk, but if you want to, if you're up and you're on your way to work, you want to have a cup of coffee, jump on the show, man. It's a really good vibe. The chat. Am I on moving. Friday? Am I on this Friday? You're always on. <clears throat> Except for when I'm out of town, and I'm sorry. Except for when you're out of town, you don't tell me, and I'd be like, "This motherfucker skiing." I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Freaker went. Oh, but oh man, you're always on, bro. So you know how we do, man. But yeah, so that's that's the schedule for the weekly schedule. Uh, listen, guys, check out some of the YouTube shorts that I'm creating. Don't forget, just subscribe to the channel. Put the alert to all. Yo, I'm almost at 2.5K, about 98 away, 97 away. So I'm trying to get to 3K. Get to 3K, I'm going to be doing a jersey giveaway. So let's get these numbers up. I know the offseason is tough, but there's going to be some stuff coming out very shortly. Very shortly. I could promise you that. Hello. And you got free agency on the Nitty Gritty Show. Oh, my God. Says Marty Marr. I love it, man. Yeah. So, you know, apparently uh, Moses on the free agent uh, block. No, Moses on the trade block. That's what they brought up yesterday. So. You know, uh, cinnamon. I love most so much, man. Listen, I mean, if you got six first round, you know, picks you want to throw in there, we could talk. But other than that, you know. <laughs> that dude just doesn't miss, man. He's so consistently great uh, in person you know, and on the show. Love what know, you guys do over there. All right, that's going to do it for us today. I want to say thank you to Clayton, the man behind the scenes, just incredible. Our executive producers, Wayne. Thank you for your time, your energy, and just, man, just hanging out makes my life better, man. So I really do appreciate it, man. Always great. Um, until next time, that's going to do it for us here. As always, stay strong, faithful. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.